At the moment, we're actually joined by undertalented uh, Lucien Blomkamp, an immensely talented Melbourneian who's kicking some real goals on the world stage with his signature hypnotic electronic sound and ability to draw upon his serious depth of musical experience. His album, Sick of What I Don't Understand, was released as a trilogy of the past year, with part three just unleashed a few weeks, uh, just over a week ago, I think? Yeah. 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 Hi, welcome to the studio. Thanks for being here. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, congratulations on the release of Part 3. How awesome is that? It's been a long time coming, but it feels good. feels yeah, great. Exactly. Um, there is always such a, you know, understated drama in your music, uh, which is also reflected in your use of album art and the visuals in your voice, and in your videos, rather. Uh, can you talk us through the inspiration behind the creative process, process of the album? It, it's funny because I think the... The writing process is always really backwards in the sense that it always... A lot of my new music is really quite lyrically based and vocally driven, but it's always been down to the instrumentals that I write first. So usually it'll be like like 40 instrumental tracks or something like that, whittle them down into a smaller, more concise amount of tracks, yeah. and then adding vocals to it. So it's, it's strange because the the kind of concept usually comes after I've already got a huge chunk of music already and then we kind of from there go to lyrics and videos and artwork and kind of yeah exactly piece it all together yeah it's a weird it's a weird roundabout process but it's just the way I've gone about it what <laughs> inspires what inspires you the most when it comes to the sound of it like do you get inspired by other artists or it's it's funny because I feel like over the years I think just as a result of making so much music, I listen to less and less. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess there's heaps of things that must subconsciously inspire me and stuff that I listen to, but usually it'll just be spontaneous little ideas and, like, a lot of happy accidents are kind of where yeah. I think my best ideas come from. Just, just organically. Yeah, just goofing yeah. around with some effect or some riff, and it's like, oh, okay, there's, there's a song now. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. Nothing too deliberate. For better or for worse, I don't know. <laughs> oh. um, you're also self-taught in music production and started um, teaching yourself Ableton as a teenager. Um, since you've obviously gone quite a long way with it, um, how did you manage this learning curve and um, what sort of advice or techniques would you have to any aspiring producers out there who want to follow in your footsteps? Yeah, right. Um, I'm, I, I got into it initially because uh, I played the violin all through my childhood and it was really heavily into that and classical music and I think um, I knew so little about the production world until I was yeah 15, 16, whatever time it was and I think because it was such a different world for me it was just so exciting and so different and it opened all these doors that I didn't know were available initially but I mean I mean as far as advice for other people I'd really just I mean, it's it, we live in such a great time where you can literally just learn anything through YouTube, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's if you got YouTube, you've got all you need. So yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much all, all I could recommend, basically. And just I don't know determination, but I mean that's a no-brainer, obviously. Commitment, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, well, um, you definitely collaborated with an incredible array of artists in a patch, like not only in Sick of What I Don't Understand, but having a hand producing part of um Six Six Lacks um latest album from East Atlanta with Love. Um, not sure if I'm pronouncing that. Is it black or six? Yeah, black? no, it's black. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. black. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, man. Um, is there someone in particular who you're really dreaming about working with or any anything? I mean, I guess it kind of ties back into what I was talking about before. Where I don't listen to a heap of stuff, so I don't have heaps of idols or something. I mean, 
like the the highest peak I could ever want to work with is someone like Kanye or something. But obviously that's, that's never gonna, that's never gonna happen. But I mean, like, there's he's probably one of the few idols. But I mean, that yeah, I mean, like being able to work with Black in the first place is absolutely ludicrous. And I, whenever a song comes out or something, I'm still kind of pinch myself. That's even a thing. It's just like, yeah, what? What? I'm actually doing this? But yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you, you know, you're pretty talented, um, you know. <laughs> debatable. <laughs> no, it's not debatable. You, you know, you're a vocalist, instrumentalist, uh, you know, producer, songwriter. You wear a lot of hats, it's fair to say. Um, how do you find the process of switching between them when composing and performing? And do you have a favourite? Um, I think, I mean, favourite's probably producing because yeah. obviously you get to take as much time with it Compared to like working with other people, I mean, there's a lot more room for fighting around and just kind of doing goofy stuff. Um, there isn't much of a change in headspace doing, like doing live stuff or doing stuff with other people or doing stuff on my own, just because each of them kind of sprouted out of me working on my own anyway. So I mean, after so many years of getting my own workflow down, that kind of just bringing other people into the mix. Doesn't, doesn't really change much in a way, which which sounds silly. It sounds like that wouldn't be the case, but um, yeah, yeah. So it, it kind of came pretty naturally, which was kind of surprising. Mm. And um, you've spoken in the past about being quite experimental and taking risks during um, live performances. Um, we know that you performed last night at Howler and um, we'll be going on a co-headline tour with two people um, very soon. Um, what do you reckon are the biggest challenges um, with regard to translating your work on the live stage and bringing it to a kind of new audience in a way? Yeah, totally. It's just it's one of those things that's really tough with electronic music because you can really take it any way that you want. There's no right or wrong way to do it, and it's kind of daunting at the start of the process to kind of choose and pick apart what you want to play or what you want to affect. Or, um, but I guess it's. But with that in mind, it's really just about taking those few live elements and really drawing attention to them, like with a live drummer and guitar and violin and stuff. And there's a lot of me singing in this new show, which is kind of new. I've usually been pretty spooked about doing a lot of singing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know, just got to take that leap. And uh, hopefully it makes a difference. <laughs> Do you also have any um, new videos coming up? I know um, your yeah. Endless video for ex and your Wii video as well were quite visually um, stimulating, like lots of colours and different um, colours and backdrops and different patterns and that sort of thing. Um, are there any new ones coming up on the horizon for you? Unfortunately not. I mean, I've been, I've been pretty bad about planning releases. Into the, in the past, I've always had such a huge back catalogue of things, like that once a release comes out, I've basically got the next one ready. But this time, that actually hasn't been the case. I think it's just because... I've been working a lot more on other projects, so there's been less music in general going around. But I'm hoping to record a whole bunch of new stuff in the next month or two. So ho hopefully it won't be too long until there's new stuff. <laughs> Time uh, will tell. <laughs> yeah, you've briefly mentioned that like, you're very um, disciplined and like hardworking in regards to like your schedule. Um, I just wanted to ask, like, what's a day in the life of um, Lucien Blomkamp? Then it's funny because it's a uh, it. This year has been the first year where I've been doing it full-time because uh, I've been doing all this work for other people and I guess my solo stuff's been doing a bit better. Um, so, yeah, it's really just music 24-7. I mean, talking about a schedule, it's kind of... There's not much to say because it's basically just music all the time. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Long story short. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, well, yeah, well, thanks so much for coming in today there, Lucien Bonkamp. Um, um, we'll be playing a few of your songs coming up next, so control, to, control together and I'll find. Um, but yeah, it's been lovely having you in the studio today. Do you have a favourite song? Uh, of mine? Yeah, of, of the album, of the new stuff. Ooh, hmm... No, they're all alright. They're all good? <laughs> yeah. Well, we can, uh, we can let the listeners at home decide yeah. which one's their favourite right like, now. Yeah, it's like picking a favourite child or something. You couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, my mother does it all the time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have control together coming up now. Perfect. You're on Sin 90.7.